This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And as you can hear, a little bit more sombre than we were on Saturday, even though the score is quite similar. Bees, Cardiff came down to New Griffin Park and it is a draw yet again. The Bees went behind um, and then they got back with the Smithies, fluffed it and sort of threw the ball in the back of his net. But still, even after Brentford tried to pummel the Cardiff goal for the last 15 minutes, it just didn't happen. And we have to put our hands up and say, it's all over for automatic promotion. Anyone who's saying we might get it, cool. Listen, I respect you. You know, hold out to the very end. Um, But the way it's going at the moment now, I think we need to regroup and refocus and work out how we're going to actually get anything out of these playoffs. Yeah, another disappointing result, wasn't it? It was. It's like a massive come down from the, like Saturday because like, Saturday when you did the podcast, we're all like buzzing in here. It was like a it was like a celebration party. Um, now this is the hangover period. Uh, your head's feeling a bit sombre, and you're a bit like, what just happened? Um, if I'm honest, you know, personally, I think if you look at the passing, I think the passing, I think like look, we're like we're five seconds behind. You know, we get the ball, right, who should I pass it to, let me think, and it's a bit too late. And Cardiff were closing us down. Um, I think we defended too deeply. I think we had opportunities that... We had a lot of opportunities in the game, but we just didn't seem to have the vision to know who to pass it to or to really kind of make that that ball. Let's win that ball. It was good to see for the first time substitutions made before the 70th minute uh, you know and that, that made a bit of a change but we got to the 75th minute and then we started thinking right we need to really push for that we need to be coming out we, need, we can't be looking at everybody else's result, results and seeing what they're doing we need to be coming out first thing and looking for the goals um, I don't know what else to say you know, I really, I, I really, you know, yeah, I know what you're saying, and maybe you know, automatic doesn't look possible. I think it is going to go to the last game of season. I think there's still more twists to come for the championship because you look at the running, like you know, what's coming up now. We've got Bournemouth Saturday. You know, I, I think there's, I think there's still more twists, but we'll look back at you know these games like Birmingham, like Huddersfield, like. Saturday, we'll look at this and we're, the, the points drops, the, there's opportunities missed. 
definitely opportunities missed. I think that, um, you know, for me, I'll tell you what, I, tell you what it looks like. I looked at that team out there, and <laughs> to me, it looks like a team that just wants this season to be over, right? They just want this season to be over. Let's move on to the next season. It's not going to plan. Everything that they're trying to do isn't going on. Okay, we haven't lost for ages, you know, but we ain't winning any games. We're just crawling over the line. It reminds me of the season that we went to, uh, that we got to the playoffs with before Britain, where we literally was crawling over the line towards the back end of it. We ran out of steam. We ran out of players. You know, I mean, saying that, that same season as well. Wasn't that also the season when we started, uh, when we were looking for a bit more strike force up front? We lumped up Harley Dean, remember, as a striker. Today, we lumped, we lumped up, we've lumped up good, haven't we? We thought, oh, I'll tell you something. Put, put the big man up front, like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, listen, that might have worked. It might have been a genius move, but... Like I said, it also seems a little bit, a little bit desperate. Like we kind of just run out of ideas, run out of players, run out of everything. I know that you're a glass half full man all the time. Is your glass still half full, or is the realization there that we we need to kind of focus on the next phase of this season? Well, I always want that glass half full because I feel that. With the team we got out there, we should be doing a lot better than what we actually are. You know, obviously you could you could look at look at positives and say, right, well we're unbeaten in what six games or seven games, but too many draws for me is definitely what's cost us uh, for automatics. Um, the playoffs now are, are nailed on, I think. But we got Bournemouth on Saturday, and if we play like that against Bournemouth, I think we're going to be really, really in trouble. Um, there was a lack of cohesion. Passing was poor today. There was no real spark, as a lot of the guys on here said. Um, it was just no. The energy levels was flat, and for for a game of this importance, you know, even even on uh, Saturday, exactly the same. Uh, I, I don't know what I don't know what's being said to them, but it's almost it's almost like they're playing within themselves, and it, it is frustrating, and it's. You know, the anger comes out, but um, I just feel that with a good win, we can always do better than what we what we are at the moment. And I think if we finish on a high, you know, the last two or three games, and we go in uh, with a positive attitude into the playoffs, there's no reason why we can't go up. So, well, like I said to you, look at the glass half full. You know, I'm going to come back round to the characters in a minute. Uh, what I'll say to you is on the player front, at least the positives on the player front is that. Um, it looks like we will be in the stadium for the playoffs. So I think you know maybe that was the that was the plan from the players. I think you tell you what, let's just let's just, let's just take our foot off the of the accelerator a little bit. Let's get the fans in the stadium. Let's get them cheering, like you know. Let's get them on the anti super European Super League front as well, like you know. So we're no Super League thing, and that will be able to galvanise us all together, and then we'll go and win the playoffs. Do you think that was a plan that we were just not very good tonight? Um. I think uh, it's been tough with injuries and everything that we've had. We're missing, in my opinion, four key players than any team would do. I think Brentford, in a sense, um, we've had more games than a lot of people since the restart of last year with less time off and, like, it's a tough one. I'm looking forward to uh, Brentford doing the ultimate thing, though. We'll win the, we'll win the League Cup on Sunday without playing and... Uh, Let's face it; it would be nothing would be more Brentford than winning the trophy without playing at Wembley, so, or maybe, yeah. or maybe going up to the Premier League and it gets scrapped. Well, that would be very nice as well. So, yeah, I, it's tough. Um, my opinion is this: um, we get De Silva, we get Henry, we get Dalsgaard back in the playoffs. We can beat anyone without them. 
probably a bit short. But yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think now it's planning for the playoffs, isn't it? We've got Bournemouth Saturday, and that's probably a dress rehearsal, possibly for the final or the semi final. So I think we've got to beat them. We've got to try and attack. But a bit of pressure off now that we probably know that we're not going to get automatic. So we've got to go for it, really. But I think unless we get key players back, we're not, we're not going up. I've got to ask as well, I mean, because this was asked to me yesterday. I mean, I was on the Sky EFL podcast, and they, they were kind of quite brutal where they said to me, Don't you get pissed off that Brentford, every time they get close to doing something, they just throw it away, you know? And they just said, Can you explain why? Because we can't, we don't know why. They get the opportunity every single time for doing it, and they don't do it. Is it, is it just that they're just unable to just kind of get over that final hurdle? Yeah, I mean, that, that is the magic question. But I do think we deserve some credit because we sold Benrahma and Watkins. I think a lot of people would have thought playoffs was about realistic. So we've gone really close. We've fallen short. Um, I think questions had to be asked about the transfer window in January. Did we bring anyone in? And I think as well, we've just been very unlucky with injuries. I think if we'd had Henry, Dalsgaard, De Silva this last couple of months, I think we'd have been close to automatic. So, it's just... but, but the thing is, that, and I'm not saying this, but there's always an excuse. Every, t- every time there's an excuse, we've got too few players, we've got too less players, the injuries, their fitness. And I'm not going to go, but I'm just saying to us is that other teams, have the, other teams exist as well, and they seem to get over the hurdle, and we don't every time is it and I keep saying this is it because we just cut it so fine that we we do what we have to do to, to that we know that we're going to do it then if something just goes slightly wrong out of all the things that we that, 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 that we need to do then all of a sudden it leaves us a bit short yeah I think maybe we are we have got a young squad and we don't have many players who played at the top level and then you look at Watford and you look at Norwich they've got parachute payments and they've got players who play top level football so that does make a big difference I think we are a young side and we've got very nervous in the big games this season and the big games last season but yeah is it an excuse I don't know because is it a disgrace to finish third or fourth in the championship I don't think it is but it's not a disgrace but but you know for a fact that we weren't looking to finish third or fourth we were looking to finish second and we spent money to finish second and that expectation is there with the team with the sponsors with the fans and listen it's great that we're going to finish third or fourth that's brilliant but the reality is that we were aiming higher than that it didn't happen last season we 100% were going higher this season it looks like it's not going to happen yes we've been unlucky with injuries and everything like that but I'm, I'm, I'm sort of less worried about that because basically like I said this before I've seen lesser teams um, perform and go up and do the business I keep talking about West Brom last season and West, no, we're better, even this season we're better, than, we're better than West Brom last season West Brom last season and we still haven't done what they've done and it's really frustrating but is that the thing where with Brentford right now like if you look at us right, right now I would say that all of us we've seen Brentford in the worst position it's all managing your expectations of what you say if you look at Brentford in general right now Brentford are massively overachieving from what they've done it's just the expectations that happens when you go top of the championship and, and you spend a lot of money yeah and I, I, I keep on saying that when you spend money everything changes yeah. so you can't it's kind of can't really equate to what we did before because at the end of the day is that when you've got, when you've got budgets of two or three or five thousand pound a week it's, we're in a completely different zone now so I, I think you can only spin that story for so long then eventually you know it's like Leicester City they can't say ah oh, we're just a little small club and you know we've just, it's like no 
no, 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 you've got loads of money spent on you, you've got this guy who's got loads of money, there's that, you won the Premier League, no, not anymore, do you understand? I do understand that, and I think that is the thing with Brentford right now, is the expectation, having come so close last year, having come so close this year. One of the things I do think with Brentford, though, is... I actually think at the start of the, it's managed on expectations. If you looked at January when we top, look, went top after Reading, you'd look to go up. After Fulham when we didn't go up in the playoffs, I thought this year would be the year where we would re-establish ourselves and not do anything. The one thing I thought was, and it's weird because I feel disappointed now because we went top at Reading, but before the ball was kicked this season, I thought this year would be nothing. And I thought next year would always be the year. And the one thing I look at is I think Brentford are better equipped than other clubs because as much as I would love to keep Ivan Tony, we're going to sell him. As much as Josh De Silva will probably go, Rico Henry will go. We will sell these players for big money and we will bring in we will be in a position to actually sign players where I think others won't and this is the bizarre thing I thought next year would always be the year we'd be closer to going up maybe that will prove the case but you're still disappointed because maybe we overachieved by going top in January and getting to the semi-final of the League Cup everyone knows that Brentford's going to get there eventually but when your expectations are raised you get disappointed when it doesn't go your way I say that yeah say that we might win the League Cup on Sunday anyway so you know so all of a sudden we might be jumping around all over the place like I say so I'm having a look around there to see what other characters uh, I don't know Jonathan Douglas actually in the corner there with his dog taking his dog for a walk around the, around the boozer as well which is uh which is all that about probably won't get a word from him actually because I don't think he was watching the match too much uh, disappointed with that were you? Um, yeah yeah again it only felt like last 15-20 minutes we actually really went at them when the situation we are in you want to be at it from the first whistle but we're not the kind of team to do that recently we should be and any team that's, that needs wins should be doing this we're just not doing it I don't know why is it is it a mentality is it all about play the game be patient wait for opportunities you can, sometimes you just got to force them we're only really trying to force it when it's too late in the match but you're not going to do it in 20 minutes all the time that's frustrating element for me we need to maybe go down to B&Q or something get a kitchen sink because we, we need one to just chuck at teams these days because it's, well, it's now, it is now too late. But tonight and Saturday wasn't too late. We still get the wins, still keep the pressure on. But we haven't done that. And uh, that disappoints me. Frustration all around. So, but listen, there's always you know, someone who's going to sort of kind of lighten up the load and lighten up the mood because at the end of the day, listen, I know that we're all being disappointed. You were disappointed on Saturday. Uh, so disappointed we didn't even get a chance to talk to you on Saturday after that game. But the disappointment must be huge after today's game. It is. I feel frustrated as a fan. Uh, and I think they're actually missing the fan support now. I don't know what it is with Brentford at the moment. We get to a certain level and we just don't seem to go beyond. I feel like they've lost their belief, their energy. And it's like tonight, I, it was better than Saturday and we actually got a goal. But it's like they look lost at times. So where can we take it from here, Bill? We so badly want them to improve. 
I'll never give up on the bees, you know that. But when I watch it tonight, we're all sitting here willing them on and willing them to do well, but something's not gelling at the moment. So, so, I mean, are you nervous for the playoffs then? Very, very. I don't want to go in the playoffs again. I would love us to have just gone up. But we're in the playoffs. I mean, we're in the playoffs, Pat. So, you know, are you nervous for how we're going to perform? Yes. Yes, we've got to do better. Just lately, we can't get... We had a win the other week, 5-0, amazing. It lifted the boys, and we thought that, you know, we'd progress. But it seems like we sit on a level where we can't go forwards. I don't know what it is. What I'm going to say, on a positive and a glass half full, is uh, we're not losing any games at the moment. So if you go in the playoffs and you don't lose any games, then at least you've... Uh, You've got a chance of winning them. No, but we're, we're not losing. We're drawing. But we're worthy of more. Where's their belief now? You've got all these fans willing them to do well. And I, I watch them, I've watched them play tonight. And it was like, what? they didn't seem like they had the fight in them. What's happened? You know, they just feel like they haven't got the energy. But I, I didn't feel... I think the bees can do better. And I'm willing them to do better. I always, always will. But now, I don't know what's going to happen on Saturday with Bournemouth. I, I want us to knock them out of the park. I really do. But somehow, it seems like their spirits have gone down, their belief. You're not going to give up on them, are you? Never, ever, ever. Never. It'll never happen. It's not in me. I'm a bee through and through, and it'll always be. But I'm willing the boys, and I just want to see us do better and go up. Up the bees, Bill. Up the bees. Up the bees. So, look, you know, there's always a bit of positivity there, there as well. Oh, oh just on the TVs, the Chelsea. The, apparently, they're not in the European Super League anymore. You know? That lasted about three minutes, apparently. So, uh, you know, but anyway, listen. Forget that European Super League nonsense, you know what I'm saying? It seems like it's falling like a house of dominoes or whatever you call it, you know what I'm saying? Um, so far removed from where we are at the moment now, but um, let them have their fun for minutes. We didn't have too much fun watching that game though, did we? We didn't, and it's been it's been like this for, for four, five, six weeks now, and I, I don't know, I can't put my finger on what's happened really, because it's the same players apart from a massive spark in De Silva and Henry, clearly, they, they are incredibly important players for us but apart from that it's the same players and they're just plodding through games there's there's no spark anymore and I, I, I really don't know what it is that's happened uh, I, I, I had a thought today which oh, no. uh, and I, it doesn't happen very often yes. but, um, but these players today were putting their passes almost there's no risk in them it's, all, it's almost as if they're looking at the stats and uh, I've got to make sure that pass Goes its man, uh, goes to its man. It's a completed pass for my stats, rather than take the risk and uh, play a quick pass out to someone. It might be a little bit more risky. It's almost if. Oh, interesting. We had a conversation about being wedded to the stats a few weeks ago on this podcast as well. Again, and you're not knocking how Brentford do their thing, but it's just a case of like you know when do they come away from this is what you have to do to actually kind of have maybe a little bit more kind of creative freedom within the coaches and also within the players as well to kind of come out of that because sometimes it, it's not all about that stats and this again I'm not knocking the stats but I'm just saying that sometimes you just got to do your thing stats stats absolutely have their place in identifying players and identifying strengths and weaknesses in certain teams but 
I mean, there's, there's something going wrong at the moment just with how they're playing the game. And it just, it just seems to me that, that they are playing so within themselves. It's, it's almost that thought of we just keep knocking it around and something will come and we're, we're waiting for something to happen and we're not taking the risks that we should be taking especially as you consider the situation that we're in now where we should be I said this on Saturday we should be desperate now well, but we, but to be fair we did take a risk by taking a bit of centre back up front you know what I'm saying yeah, you know, which was yeah. uh, old, old school days that's old school Harley, Harley Dean days isn't it yeah yeah it was, it was fun to see that but um, but yeah for the rest of the game though it, it, it took so long for something like that to happen and we played at half pace again <laughs> so so I mean so where does it go from here I mean we are in the playoffs and what everyone else might say if they don't tell you something I'll be very happy to be proved wrong but I think in my head now I need to just get my head focused not on the fact that we might get an automatic we're in the playoffs so we can relax a little bit now but what what needs to happen now well first of all we need to get to Silver and Henry back but we need to get that spark back we need to we need to up the pace of the game. We need to start putting real pressure on. We need to remember how we play. Maybe maybe get the team together and watch some of the matches from earlier in the season. Just to just to see how we were playing, how we were how we looked at, at ourselves. This and look at put put two games back to back, one from the last couple of weeks and one from six months ago, and ask the players what's the difference why were you playing like this then why are you playing like this now okay so 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 you're a bit nervous for the pet uh, for the, for the for the playoffs you're a bit despondent at the moment now and there's nothing i could do to pick you up is there not really uh, no we we need to change we need, to we need to change so look this is the besotted pride of West London podcast we uh, fluffed it today we fluffed it on Saturday and we're going to Bournemouth on, uh, on Saturday coming early kick off again 12.30 we're going to be back at the pub so it's going to be an early kick off at the pub so <laughs> hopefully we're going to be as jolly after the game as we were last week hopefully we'll actually get a victory out of this one but it's been a grant I'm here with all the characters in the garden it's been lovely to be outside as well it's been nice to vent off so even though we've had a terrible result I feel a lot better to, to chums here we're going to play Bournemouth on Saturday we're going to win we're going to the Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.